Friday, 1st of August, 1930. Stayed in and cooked, etc. Went up to town after tea to meet Betty Birdie. We met at Swan and Edgar's and then went to the Green for tea and a chat. She's just the same, dear old Betty. We then went to the plaza and saw a perfectly topping film called The Devil's Holiday with Nancy Carroll and a ripping man. It was a marvellous film. Saturday, 2nd of August, 1930. Rather an unsettled day. Busy shopping, cooking and generally preparing for the crowd coming down in the evening. In the afternoon, Elsie, P, D and I go for a jolly picnic to Broxbourne. Sit in the same place as we once did before with Gussie, despite her insect experience. Had a delicious tea, jam sandwiches, a brown scone and Chelsea bun. It poured with rain while we were there, but we were under the trees, so just didn't care. Auntie, Mr B, Cathy and Peggy came down at night. We sat in Do's bedroom and talked. No post. Sunday, 3rd of August, 1930. Another blasted Sunday. Those with the inclination take themselves off to church. I do not feel in the mood for listening to another interminable sermon. Monday, 4th of August, 1930. Went out in the car to the clock restaurant for tea. When we were preparing to leave, Pa says the car will not start and after help from some other customers, we have to call the Automobile Association. We girls wait inside and enjoy ourselves thoroughly, Pa outside waiting in a filthy temper. Elsie goes. Tuesday, 5th of August, 1930. Washing day. Do and I go up to town and have a really jolly day. Had lunch at the Regent and then shopped. I bought some sweet shoes for 35 shillings at Lillian Skinner. Also, some marvellous stockings, a hat at Bourne and Hollingworth for 13 and 11, and a vest at Weiss. Had a colossal and bilious tea at Marshall and Snellgroves, and then came home. Wednesday, 6th of August, 1930. Do, Mother and I went out in the car. We assured that its problems will not return, and had a jolly little lunch at the clock. Went to the class at night and thoroughly enjoyed it. My improvement continues, like the girls, so much. Came back on the top of the bus. No post again. Thursday, 7th of August, 1930. Took lunch out and went to our favourite little spot on the way to Broxbourne. And had it under the trees. Egg sandwiches, Chelsea buns and apples. Jolly good. Then we went to the clock for tea after a drive around the country. At night, Pudge, Do and I went to St Albans County Theatre to see the repertory players act Hay Fever. Molly's first play. She's jolly good. Indeed, the whole thing is awfully good. Cannot help feeling a little blue at the comparison with self, both in relation to lack of employment and Molly's greater gifts, hair and all-round vim. Then feel a little churlish because of that. Ah, but that way madness, etc., as Pa likes to say when comparing himself to old Rex Lear. After the curtain went round to see Molly, Primrose Morgan was also in it. She of the antidote two or three years past. Thoroughly enjoyed the ride home. Returned to an audition card from Feldman's for the next morning, so things brighten at the end of the evening. Friday, 8th of August, 1930. Went up to the Hippodrome to the audition. Fred Lond took it. I got on the stage and prepared to sing and dance when he said I was to go down in the stall and speak to him. He said that Edelstein had not mentioned me to him and that he had no business to fix anybody. At this point, I was wishing damnation on all chaps, most especially those of the agent kind. But Fred continued, saying that if it had been anybody but me, he would take the matter straight to Wiley, but, as it was, he would be pleased to have me. Felt but to death. Had lunch at the trock with Mother and Do, and then had a prowl around town. Went to Miss Dillon's, where Elsie promises to make me some little red velvet pants for rehearsals. After, to K. Prowse and by Sing You Sinners, 
feel very modern. Gussie, brackets girl, comes for the weekend. Saturday, 9th of August, 1930. Rushed around in the morning. Went for a jolly picnic tea in the afternoon. Headed in the usual place on the way to Broxbourne under the trees. The Mephersons and Dorothy Powell came down at night. After dinner, we went to the Three Hammers in the two cars and had drinks. Creme de Monde, quite jolly. Increasingly so. Dorothy, quite a nice girl. No post. Sunday, 10th of August, 1930. Go for a darling little picnic at Ashridge. On the way, Gussie and I sat in the back of the car, mother and do in the front. Had great fun. Thoroughly enjoyed ourselves, though rather rainy weather. Often appears that August blessed with ambitions to become autumn rather than enjoying itself as the height of summer, as is its birthright. Contrary month. Monday, 11th of August, 1930. Washing day. Go up to the class and get my little red velvet pants that Elsie has made for me. Approach the class with renewed vigour, what with the imminent rehearsals and such. Tuesday, 12th of August, 1930. Get a card telling me to attend an audition at the Gaiety. Initially, not at all sure if this is a new and separate audition, or one arising from conversation with Fred Lond. After unnecessarily lengthy phone call with Edelstein, I discover that it is the latter, and that what I thought was a firm position was in fact not. Once more irritated, but resolved to attend and endure, etc. Wednesday, 13th of August, 1930. Audition at 1.30. Very painful one before Wiley. Others held at the gaiety in lines for ages, but I didn't have to do anything, thank goodness. Feel somewhat guilty at wishing internal damnation on Lond, Edelstein at Al. Get in, I think. Also, Moll, Betty, Anne and heaps of others, but not poor little Elsie who broke down and cried. When will she learn, poor wretch? Head tea at Prompt Corner with Bettine Sourbrook and then stayed for class night at Miss Dillon's. Thursday, 14th of August, 1930. Went for a marvellous picnic with Mother and Do to Broxbourne. Had our lunch in a little patch of sunlight, Mr August making up for past misdemeanours. Lovely egg sandwiches and coffee. Jolly good. Then Do and I took off jumpers, shoes and stockings and had a sun bath. And a bee walked on my bare back and washed his face and neck. No, I'm not sure what I meant by that, but I distinctly remember thinking it at the time. Had a gumpy tea at Rookery Nook, the new cafe on the barn at Bypass, not the film of the same name. Delicious scones and cake and chewy ham. Stayed in at night. Friday, 15th of August, 1930. Went up to the class. No one had any news concerning the show and consequently began to feel old pal anxiety proposing a visit. Winton had an ice at Lyons with Elsie and Jean and felt much better. Then met Pudge at Barker's where we had a good look round. Also Harris where we had tea. Winnie Savory, imagine having a name such as, joined us. Got a phone call at night telling me to go for a contract in the morning. Good. And relief. Saturday, 16th of August, 1930. Had to go up and sign my contract at the office. Noticed that we get four pounds. Hurrah! Mr Bright gave us the contracts to sign. He did not really live up to the reputation given to him. Came home and had a hefty lunch, and then Mother Do and I go for a picnic to Broxbourne as usual. Had a ripping one, thoroughly enjoyed it. Matheson's came down at night, and Do and I sewed in her room after supper. No post once more. Sunday, 17th of August, 1930. Wash my hair and do lots of odd jobs. Surprise, surprise, go for a picnic in the afternoon with the family. Enjoyed it very much. Pa also, I think, despite grumblings, ate a huge tea. Feel rather nervous about rehearsals the following day. Monday, 18th of August, 
1930. Started rehearsals for Nippy, The Tale of a Lion's Waitress, at Poland Street Rehearsal Rooms at 10 o'clock. We only sang at first, but then danced a bit in the afternoon. Need not have felt the nerves. Tuesday, 19th of August, 1930. Rehearsal at 10.30 at Poland Street again. Learned dances to move and rhythm. Postcard from Pops in Bridlington. Poor she. Mrs Swanton and daughter come down to dinner at night. I have an injection. Wednesday, 20th of August, 1930. Rehearsed at the Victoria. The room somehow larger, but also less grand than P Street. Go all the way by the 284A. Thursday, 21st of August, 1930. A ripping long letter from Poppy. Best not to repeat all she said for the sake of ink and of delicacy. Rehearsed at the Victoria Palace at 10.30. Had lunch with Joan at Zeta's, a gumpy one. Friday, 22nd of August, 1930. Rehearsed at 11.00. Got off fairly early, so I rushed the Trocadero and found Mother and Doo and had lunch with them. Also bought a jumper for 19 and 11 at the galleries. I really am hopeless. Londe came late in the afternoon. Went for a drive at night. Saturday, 23rd of August, 1930. Rehearsed at 10.30 at Victoria Palace. Had lunch in. Fred Londe came in the afternoon again, and we learnt the actions to rhythm. Finished at about 5 o'clock. Matheson's came down, sat in Doo's bedroom at night. No blessed post. In the morning, I got 15 and 9 sent to me from Fraser's stores for old clothes I had sent. Sunday, 24th of August, 1930. Did hundreds of odd jobs in the morning. Go for a jolly picnic in the afternoon. Gussie comes too, and we go to our usual spot and have a jolly good tuck-in. Write to Pops and Betty with all my latest news. Monday, 25th of August, 1930. Rehearsals at 10.30, again at Victoria Palace. Worked pretty hard. I'm now beginning to feel ache and fatigue. Such a dream's made of. Tuesday, 26th of August, 1930. Back to the Poland Street rooms for rehearsals. Took my lunch out and ate it in Hyde Park. It was so terribly hot and I had such a wretched headache. Letter from Betty C. asking me to go there for tea on Sunday. I appear to be in such terrible demand. Get home early. Wednesday, 27th of August, 1930. Rehearsed at Victoria Palace again. Although Self initially went to Poland Street, confused as was by the infernal chopping and changing. Rehearsals were terribly hot. We all got soaked through. I am given handsprings to do by myself across the stage. Felt rather bucked with myself, though. After, tell Elsie it is all thanks to red velvet pants. Thursday, 28th of August, 1930. Rehearsal at 10.30 at Victoria Palace. Came down in the car to 59 Gloucester Place first, as I wanted to see my room and bring my luggage. Quite excited at having owned digs, even if only for a spell. My little room all done in red, Gussie as neighbour. Terribly hot rehearsing, perspired pints and pints. Get off fairly early and head off to the new home. Have a glorious bath, good dinner and messed about at night. Ah, went to Zeta's for lunch with Sheila, Anne and Joan, where I had a green salad and brown bread and butter. Also a Loganbury parfait. Heaven! Friday, 29th of August, 1930. I'm experimenting with green ink as it seems much more appropriate for the surroundings in old G Place. Also need to borrow some from Gussie. Get up fairly early and head off for rehearsals at Victoria Palace. We get off quite promptly and I head back to my new little room. Have a wash and sew and read. Gussie comes in and I go down and meet Miss Thompson. I stay and talk for a while. Thunderstorm in the middle of the night. Much needed. Gussie comes down at five and we sit on my bed and eat fruit and talk. Saturday, 30th of August, 1930.
Rehearsal at the Victoria Palace. Had a delightful little breakfast in bed. Sunday, 31st of August, 1930. Got up late after a gumpy little breakfast and went for a walk in Regent's Park. Then went to the Three Acts Club and had lunch there with Gus and her small niece. After, we went to the zoo and it was really quite jolly. Had a rehearsal at night at the Hippodrome. Meet all the principals, Binny Hall and co. She looks old and dissipated, but very nice, also amusing. Julian Wiley was in full force. We finished at about 10.30pm.